Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sound Seed. I'm kind of glad you clicked on this episode and I'm guessing you clicked on it because you want this question answered. So we'll try um, as best as we can to use scripture and um as best as we can we will be using scripture hallelujah um <laughs> coupled with our experience in that order to answer your question and hopefully shed light on an issue that um can sometimes leave us in a dark place but before we answer that question i don't need to do it alone because i am here with a very special somebody somebody that has great taste in hair great taste <laughs> in music great taste in skincare who is that person and great taste in the lord hallelujah who is that person her name is i love the introduction <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you can top that anyone else can top that but um yes yes my name is shoa um i'm very happy to be here virtually but i'm happy to be here bless the lord um, but yeah, Shawa is is all of those things and more, and even some things that I probably don't know yet. But the things I do know, I'm glad I do. So we're going to get straight into it again. We'll try. We will be using scripture to answer question. But again, this is not exhaustive, and I, I guess it's never meant to be because only Christ, you know, is exhaustive. We can never, you know, exhaust Christ. Is that a thing? Yeah. Does that make sense? That, that, that makes sense. I'm so glad. Okay, so. The question we have today is, how do we know if our desire is from God? Okay, how do we know if our desire is from God? And before we answer that question, I wanted to ask you, Shawa, I'll probably answer this myself. What has been your strongest desire or strongest urge in the past two months? Don't say food. (laughs) And don't say... (laughs) Lockdown easy. Don't, don't, just say something else. My strongest desire, um, I was going to say food. (laughs) I was going to say a specific kind of food, but I'm not going to mention it now because (laughs) let's not tell everyone what I like to eat. Um, I guess what has been my strongest, okay, let me, that's that's a big question. My strongest desire. I guess for me, last two months especially, it's been like getting ready for a new beginning. I think I've been quite in the space of just, it's September, I love September as well. So the last two months has been like August to September. Um, It's been in the space of desiring something new, knowing that something new is about to start anyway in terms of like my personal life and just, yeah, just waiting for that. So that's been my strongest desire that I can think of, just gearing up to something new. Even though that's not specific, but that's like, yeah, a bit of a taster. Yeah. No, I hear you. I would say my strongest side has probably been through summer companionship. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes living by yourself gets really lonely and you're just like, 
No, someone should live here with me, but then move out. <laughs> just come in when I need like, them. She'll get, like, <laughs> let me just come in when I need them. And then they can move out because yeah. people can get too much. But, yeah, I think I'll probably say that my strongest desire has been um, companionship in terms of just having a friend around. Um, that's why whenever I'm around my friends, I normally took with them to death. Um, <laughs> and they get really annoyed. They're like, so why is your arm on my arm? Why is your foot on my foot? I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> I need um, you. I need... <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, just to be honest. Um, so how do we know if our desire is from God? Because I'm sure, you know, even though we have not listed your desire in the past minute or so, you might have some desires that you want in your life, whether it be for more money, for stability, um, for a new house, what else do people desire, for riches, for wealth, for a talent, for mm. treasures, for more time. We all have desires for something. You're never at a place where you don't want um, nothing, right? And I know some people are like, but isn't that contentment? Contentment is more about enjoying what you have, but still have an expectation for more, right? You're not Mm. coveting what other people have and you're not despising what you have you're at a good place you know you are enjoying what god has given you um and your eyes is open to the more that he can also give and that's a good place to be um so you're never at a place where you're like it's calm it's okay and i think we're always desiring for more because we are created in the image of god and that sometimes means that um we have a hunger for greater we have a hunger for more um, we have a hunger for eternal and I think whatever we receive here in our heart of hearts we know there's more but that desire for more shouldn't lead us to greed right mm. it should be a holy desire for more of God but anyway how would you answer that question how do we know if our desire is from God how do I know if my desire is from God you know the first thing that came to my mind when you said that is me thinking of times when I knew it's not from God. So, like, mm-hmm. because it was, what does Cheryl want? <laughs> what, does she, make, what makes Cheryl happy in this moment? Not thinking about any other consequences or anything else. Um, I think, I guess on the flip side, for me to know if the desire is from God is if I am not just thinking about myself um, or if it's not just something that would, fulfill my because we talk about okay the lust of the eye lust of the flesh pride of life is it something that would fulfill all of these things mm-hmm. if it is then I know it's not from God because sometimes the flesh can just be speaking and you're thinking but, but you should be quiet <laughs> why are these things tempted me why are these things that are good like even when you mentioned companionship I'm just like okay maybe I should have said that because ah! <laughs> fans been feeling that over the last couple of months um I put months in extra, um, <laughs> but it's because like, and and it's I can see examples of when um at times when the desires will come and it's not from God and I know what what that looks like um mm-hmm. and I guess yeah um when it's things that would just gratify me and for me I think it's when it's when I'm not thinking of anything else when I'm just thinking of I want this and I want this now um mm-hmm. and I want this by any cost, any means. Yeah. Um, I think that's when it's very clear, like, okay, sure, what's going on? What's going <laughs> this on is not there? for me. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I like, I like that. So basically, when the desire becomes an idol and it's yeah. consuming you and it's like, yo, 
you know, God's desire is that we have no other God before him. So if your desire for a new house, your desire for companionship in terms of romantic or even friendship, your desire for um, children, whatever stage you're at, Mm -hmm. whatever your desire is, God's ultimate desire is that you will have no other God before him. So if that desire is becoming an idol, you, you, we've, we've just that, the answer's there. Like we know that's not that's that's not a godlike um, yeah. desire. Again, the desire itself could be good, a good thing, but you've now made it an idol, so therefore it's no longer good. And God is not going to give us our idols. Mm-hmm. So you might be praying bare, like I'm going to go and fast now prayer. My child must come. You know, my child must go to this university. <laughs> you know, they must get first class. <laughs> and now you've made that desire an idol. We know that yeah, okay. yeah. this emotion and this these things surrounding this desire is not from God. And therefore, mm-hmm. I need to reposition myself and realign myself um, to where Christ is, which is a really good point. Um, so thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to go to Colossians because Paul also had a desire um, and his, we can learn a lot from what Paul was saying and how he said it. Um, and we can learn whether his desire was based on what he said. So Colossians 2 verse 1, it says, I would want to about four, maybe you can join me if you want. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you. And for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. So based on that struggle or that desire that Paul had for the church at Colossae, or Colossae and we can learn a couple of things because in Paul's desire, it wasn't self-fulfilling. Mm. So he had a desire not for himself, not to puff up himself, not his, not to make himself known, not to put himself as you know the pastor, the head of the church at Colossae. No, he said, "I str- the struggle that I have for you um, is that your hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of the fullness of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery." So, how do we know a desire is is from God? It's not self fulfilling, yeah. It's not self-fulfilling. It's not to puff ourselves up. It's not to make ourselves better, you know, in, in terms of um, identity sense. But, you know, it's it's not for those things. It's actually um, to make God known. And that's another point. In, in Paul's desire, it was to glorify God. It was to glorify God. together in love to reach all the riches of fullness full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of god's mystery which is christ he wanted them to know god he wanted god to be glorified in their midst that was his desire 
you know um there's so many other things that people will desire in those times like even Paul will say I'm not asking for money I'm not asking you guys to to pay me for all the things that I'm doing yes I need food yes I need these things but ultimately my greatest desire is for for, for God to be glorified and for you to know him so how do I know if a desire is from God it glorifies him it doesn't glorify you it doesn't glorify um you know the people around you it glorifies God that's another way. Do you have anything to say? Before yeah, I, I, I just love how, because even when you read this, um, it, like you can see how we can take something that's as good as this, as him actually wanting the, the people of Colossae, I think that's how you say it, um, to, be, to be one. And he could have done it for his own accolades. He could say, okay, I'm the prophet. I'm the one that you should, I want, I want to show you that oh, I, can, I can command a crowd. I can bring people together and stuff. And, yeah, I could have just done it for for the money. I don't think they were getting paid then, but I could have just done it for like the, the fame or, or the power that comes with being, being this big, massive preacher that can kind of command the crowd. But literally just tying it back to what you said, that it's it's to make Christ known. Um, and it's it's just this idea of just really, it's not self-centered at all. It was never self-fulfilling. It was never about him at all. Um, and I just think how much do I sort of check my desires to see, okay, shower with everything that you're you're trying to um to do and it's good because I, t- I think okay to be honest what I find quite difficult at times is like you have desires for might be for, to start a family might be to go to a good union all of these things that are good mm-hmm. how do you keep them in line at times when you want to be like you want to desire these things and you want them because you want them but how do you sort of keep them in line and I think seeing that as this benchmark or as, as Paul was, was describing here is, okay, does this um, make Christ known? Um, it's something to work with. Um, yeah, that's that's what came to my mind as you were reading. Yeah, 100%. Like, so when you asked the question, I was like, is she going to ask me? <laughs> um, you can answer. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> oh, Doug. I think, I think the Bible is, is full of wisdom and it gives us a lens on on what on how to look at the world, um, and what to look with when we're looking at the world, right? Mm. So, mm. in terms of you know, oh gosh, should I go left or should I go right? It's like, listen, I've given you the wisdom in my word. Look at the situation with the wisdom I have given to you. So even in terms of you know, is this desire from God? Look at the situation with this wisdom. Is it self-fulfilling? Is it God-glorifying? And the last part I want to touch on is, is it fruitful? Is it fruitful? Or Mm. what kind of fruit does it produce? Because the fruit it produced would often tell me the root that it's coming Mm -hmm. from. Okay? So if, if, if the fruit is going to produce anger and bitterness and discord and jealousy, we know that perhaps this desire isn't a good one. Mm. If it's going to um, be self-gratification, if it's going to um, feed your flesh, right? If, if that's the fruit it's going to be producing, we know it's not a good one. Mm. We know mm. it's not from Christ. In the same way, Paul says in, in Colossians 2, 6, therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus, okay, as you've received this desire that he had for you, so walk in him. Look at, look at the fruit. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving okay so the desire he had for them to receive christ jesus bears fruit and this fruit is good 
we are built in it, we're established in the faith. So in the same way, whatever desire you have, consider the fruit. What fruit would this produce in me? What fruit would it produce um, for others to see as well? Yeah. Mm. So when considering, okay, I desire companionship, what fruit would that produce? You know, is it self-fulfilling? Am I doing this for myself in terms of for identity? Again, there's some things that we do need to do for ourselves in terms of becoming who God has made us to be. But if we want to use people to affirm us or um, to affirm our identity, perhaps that is not a good thing Mm. because Mm. that fruit is going to depend on a different source that isn't God. Does that make sense? It's going to depend yeah. on that person to continue telling you, you are beautiful. I am for you. You know, like, I'm so good. Like, yes. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. writing here a little bit, but always analysing, is this is this from God? Mm-hmm. Companionship is from God, but then you have to ask, like, am I making this desire an idol? If I am, I need to, I need to, I need to walk with God with that. I need to lay it down with him and say, I desire mm. this, but I also desire your desire, which is mm-hmm. that you that I should have no other God before you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good thing that God has has called us to that. So, yeah. what fruit does it produce? Galatians five, like listen. Yeah, literally. Is it? I mean, like <laughs> we read these things. I remember in yeah. um, in kids' church, there's a song. It's like the fruit of the spirit is that a coconut. The fruit of the spirit is like a strawberry. And it lists all these different fruits. And it says it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, uh, and self-control. And it, it says, listen, these are the fruits mm. that God wants to develop in us. So is this desire going to develop that fruit? So this the, these questions, it's funny how we answered your question or the question posed here with more questions. But the reason we're asking questions to your question is because you need to have the right lens as you look mm. at your question. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, you need to have the right lens um, as you're looking at what is in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're saying no to some of these things in terms of, is it self-fulfilling? Is it God-glorifying? Is it fruitful? Um, is it idolatry? If, if you're answering yes to these things in a, in a negative sense, then we need to assess that desire again. Yeah. And oftentimes we need to lay it down at God's feet and receive what he has for us in Christ Jesus because it's always good to receive mm-hmm. what God has for us because um, yeah. he's a good God. Yeah. Do you understand anything? That's, that's, that's so good. Um, and I think... It's just, it's weird, not weird, when the Bible just ties together, you're like, oh, I see what you were doing, like, it just, (laughs) like, oh, it makes sense, because, okay, I can see why the fruit is there and why we need it here, Um, and even as you spoke about the fruit of the Spirit, uh, the Spirit, um, even, I was was going through the the chapter, and earlier on, it talks about the fruit of the flesh, and Mm. it's, there's so many signs that we have to kind of just check and see am I even producing, if I can't spot the, the, the fruit of the, the spirit in me, am I producing the fruit of the flesh? And it's mm. not like it's so obvious. I think you, you can't hide it because it's it's just there. You can see when you're being selfish or even people around you can see that. When you're envious, you can see that. And um, people around you can point that in you as well um, because it would always bear fruit. Whatever desire is being placed in you would always show out. 
um, a good fruit or a bad fruit. Um, it's it's going to show one way or the other. I think that's a good way to really just self-evaluate and say, okay, take away my desires right now. What fruits am I actually bearing? Um, with what I where I'm, with where I am right now, what fruit do I share? What fruit is evident in me? Um, and if you're seeing that you're not bearing the fruit of the spirit, that you're envy, you have selfish ambition with everything that God, with whatever that God's placed in you, whatever desire that God's placed in you, then that's just a telltale that you just like, whoa, just stop it. Like, don't try and like, okay, let me try and do my cute Bible. No, stop. This is this is the part you need to actually stop and actually see, okay, how do I address this desire? And, and as you said, bring it to God. How do I, um, yeah, bring something that is to God and, and make and, and bring it to him so he can transform the desire in you and, and actually just show you a better way to think, a better way to desire these things. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's yeah. kind of a, one or the other like you just don't desire companionship because you can only think about it in this way but it's like no this is the way that you have um the enemy has really just tainted your view about this but this is how what it should look like instead mm-hmm. um and i think it's just beautiful because you know that god well we we know and we believe that god doesn't leave you to figure that out by yourself it's like here's what can be good with what you've got um yeah, yeah and i think that's really really good 100%. I like that. Here's what can be good with what you desire. Um, and God is willing to walk with us um, mm. to make sure that our desires are subject to his desires um, and he doesn't, doesn't leave us alone in that way. So whatever do you desire, use these questions as a lens to look at it and bring them to God. He's willing to change your desire for the good, for his glory, so that it is fruitful um and it's god glorifying so we hope that answered your question um and we hope we kept to our promise <laughs> of using scripture <laughs> and experience um to to kind of highlight that so yeah thank you and that's everything from us so see you all soon speak to you all soon So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.